Have you ever wondered about the why of Christmas? Yes, at Christmas, we celebrate that God was born one of us, God with us, but why? I'm going to read from the beginning of John's gospel and then ask the question, why Christmas? This is John chapter one, beginning at verse one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him, all people might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Why Christmas? Well, firstly, we see that Jesus was born that first Christmas as the messenger. In verse 14, John writes, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The son of God came to earth, born as one of us that first Christmas. Now it's difficult to understand that, which is not familiar. Just a few days ago, I heard someone say this joke. They said, oh, at Christmas, who says, oh, oh, oh? I thought, that doesn't sound right. I've heard of ho, 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 but oh, oh, oh. I said, I don't know, who says that at Christmas? And they said, Santa walking backwards. But think about it. We don't always understand that which we're not familiar with. When we travel overseas, what's one of the most important phrases to learn in the foreign language? Well, it's important to say, I'm sorry, I don't speak your language. So in France, je suis désolé, je ne parle pas français. Or maybe if you go to China, but what's amazing about our gracious God is that he chooses to speak our language in a way that we understand. So on the day of Pentecost, the disciples were filled with the Spirit, the Spirit of God, and they spoke in tongues. 
so that each nationality present there in Jerusalem could hear them declaring the praises of God in their own native language. And likewise, at Christmas, in the incarnation, God revealed himself to us in a way that we can understand as one of us. The infinite became infant so that we could understand God. That first Christmas, Jesus came as the messenger so that we could understand. Secondly, Jesus came as the message. Have you ever felt like you're looking for something in life? The other day I walked into the supermarket and I saw a snowman and the snowman was searching through the carrots. I said, oh, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm picking my nose. But seriously, the other day I did actually go online to read the news. And the news was so depressing. It was all so full of bad news that I, I took my phone and in desperation, I Googled good news today. And do you know what the first thing that came up on the search? It was a promotion for pizza. Now, we all love pizza, sure, but that's how bad it is when pizza is deemed good news. But through his birth, Jesus brought us good news. When the angel appeared to the shepherds to announce the birth of Jesus, the first thing he said was, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And when Jesus grew up, he said, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. And the amazing thing about Jesus is that he's not just the messenger, but he is also the message. It's all about him. In pointing people to God, Jesus pointed to himself. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in John chapter one, verse four, it says, in him was life, and that life was the light of men. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He said, I am the way to God the Father. John puts it this way in verse 14. He says, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You want to know what God is like? Look at Jesus. As you read about Jesus in the New Testament, you'll get a clearer picture of who God is and what he is like. You see, that first Christmas, the message was in the manger. That's why C.S. Lewis described Christmas as the central event in the history of the earth, the very thing the whole story has been about. So Jesus came, born as one of us, because he was the messenger and he was the message. But thirdly, and most importantly, Jesus was born because he is the Messiah. John says this, yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. This child would grow up, die and rise again to conquer sin and death 
so that all of us who receive him by faith, who believe in his name, will become children of God, adopted into his family, living eternally with him and with one another. This is good news indeed. Therefore, you can have real concrete hope this Christmas because of the Messiah. Ben grew up in a rather dysfunctional family. His mother was an alcoholic and violent. And when Ben was aged just eight years of age, his father finally said, that's it, I've had enough. And he said to Ben, I'm leaving right now. Are you staying or are you coming with me? What a decision to make. So little eight-year-old Ben said, okay, dad, I'll come with you. They moved out and started a new home. But aged 16, Ben flunked his his exams and his father was so furious with him that he threw him out of the home. Amazingly, by age 21, Ben was doing quite well. He was earning good money. And it was at this point in his life when a friend of his invited Ben to come and try the Alpha course. Each week, Ben would come along and before the session, he'd Google awkward questions to ask Christians. But on that alpha, Ben came to faith in Jesus as his Messiah. We asked him what difference Jesus has made in his life. And this is what Ben said. He said, Jesus has realigned me through receiving him and his forgiveness, I've been able to forgive my mum. I can now finally move on and have hope for the future. You see, this Messiah, the Saviour, born as a child that first Christmas, Jesus Christ, he is still saving people and setting them free today. He is still the source of hope in this world. You can have real hope through and in him today. Hope that sins can be forgiven. Hope that prayers can be answered. Hope that doors of opportunity can be opened. Hope that sick bodies can be healed. Hope that broken relationships can be restored. Hope of eternal life. What is the why of Christmas? So you and I can have real hope. And if you'd like to receive the one who came as the messenger, the message and the Messiah into your heart right now and have hope born in you again, then why don't you just echo this prayer in your heart that I'm gonna read right now. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, I'm sorry for the things I have done wrong in my life. And if anything comes to mind right now, why don't you just ask the Lord for his gracious forgiveness? Please forgive me. I now turn from everything which I know is wrong. Thank you 
that you died on the cross for me so that I could be forgiven and set free. Thank you that you offer me forgiveness and the gift of your spirit. I now receive that gift. Please come into my life by your Holy Spirit to be with me forever and to birth fresh hope for the future. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.